What's going on, everyone? This is Dave, first podcast on the Bro-C podcast feed. And it's not even going to be about the OC, because I'm already fucking things up. Uh, last Saturday, I was out um, with some buddies, drinking some beers, bowling, and lamenting the Indiana loss. And uh, someone sent me a bracket from uh, Total Frat Move, and it was a March Fratness uh, style bracket. So... 64 things that are fratty as fuck competing for a title, similar to what all the college basketball teams are doing this season. And uh, Rob and I got to talking that it would be hilarious to do a uh, super serious podcast, breaking down the matchups in the style of uh, sports commentary. So that's what we're doing today. Uh, everyone, welcome Rob Bowen. Rob, say hello. Thank you for having me, Big Wave. Uh, yeah. Uh, as Dave said, we were bowling, and one thing led to another, and we found ourselves talking more about this March Madness bracket more than the game, or the shitty games we were playing. So we just figured it had to be done. Um, a little bit about me, I never belonged to a frat. I went to a school that didn't have frats, but I have an illustrious career of ranking things that don't matter and that are... Uh, just kind of fun and silly. So my friends and I back home always used to rank things. Uh, we asked about the Mount Rushmore of certain things, certain you know sports teams or uh, events that are going on. We even ranked a bunch of our own friends as who's more now, which was a reference to Sports Center at one point, who created the most now athlete, which we thought was just dumb. So we decided to do it with a group of friends. Um, so I've been ranking silly things like this my whole life, so even though I'm not a frat guy, uh, I definitely feel qualified to be here discussing these crazy matchups. Very good, very good. And I notably peaked in college, and I was very fratty, and I've probably done 63 of the 64 things on this list. Well, that's why it's a good, it's a good blend. It's a good blend, it's a good blend, and I, uh, I took a straw poll of uh, three girls in the office today, so I got a female perspective, so uh, you know what, fuck it, let's just, let's just get into it. Um... So we're going to break down, uh, before we get to the actual brackets, some, uh, some teams whose bubbles burst. Probably didn't quite make it into the, uh, the March Fratness bracket. And I'm going to start right ahead, Rob, um, with North Face. It was a tough draw for North Face. They were, uh, they were my last squad eliminated. Um, in Indiana, or I'm sure most Midwest colleges, when it was uh, a temperate climate, you needed something to wear out to the bar, and uh, almost every frat guy and every sorority girl had the standard issue black North Face. I would lose them, and they would be stolen. I probably went through four to five a year, and I was uh, a little disappointed to see it not make the bracket this year, Rob. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's all girls wear in the winter is North black North Face. Some uh, yoga pants and some Uggs. Some yoga pants and some Uggs. That's Stan what they go out to the bars. That's, uh, that's really the standard issue uh, sor sorority outfit there. Um, tell me about one of your bubble bursts, Rob. Uh, I want to go back to a classic, just a keg. Kegger, kegger didn't make it, keg stands didn't make it, yeah. nothing having to do with a keg. It was, it was a little shocking, maybe it says a lot about the times now. It's, it's keg light bracket, keg light bracket. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, think, I think they'll do strong in the NIT, though. Yeah, I, I, could, <laughs> I could see them taking it all, but that's also kind of like getting a gold medal at the Special Olympics. You know, it, It's something your mom will be proud of, but that's about it. Um, moving on, I, I also was a little disappointed to see Daydax. Uh Daytime daiquiris were a, a big staple of my college career. Anytime in the spring, once it hit about 45 degrees, wake up at 10 a.m. on a Saturday, someone would go buy a blender, bag of ice, and you just sit in the courtyard all day getting shit-faced on rum. Um, yeah. I, I, I think they'll make some noise in the NIT, but uh, who knows? We'll, uh, 
It's got to be disappointing for them, that, that team this year. Absolutely. And then I'm, I'm going to throw out the last dark horse, which was the Drunken Cigarette. Oh, uh, the classic. Surprised to make it, you know, it gets to a certain time of the night and you're just going around to anyone who will give you anything uh, just to bum a cigarette. Who cares if it's just nicotine in there or not? You're asking for it. You want to smoke it. They really needed to make some noise in their conference tournament to uh, to make get the bid, and they just fell short. They just fell short. They just fell short. All right. Well, there's our uh, NIT squads. Let's move on to the bracket. Um, this year in the East Coast, I'll uh, I'll start us off. Number one seed overall, Natty Light. Gotta like their chances. Uh, they'll be going up against the 16 Philanthropy. Uh, the eight seed Chick Fil A will be taking on the nine Patagonia, who. Apparently won the fleece division. Got, yeah. the, got the auto bid. Uh, five seed mopeds will be taking on uh, public urination in the first round. Cocaine, perennial powerhouse, will be taking on uh, slap the bag. Slap the bag. Uh, six seed not paying dues will be matching up against uh, intramural sports. Look for that upset in the first round. Uh, going stag to formal will be uh, matched up against embezzlement. Embezzlement, taking that money for books and spending it on drugs. Uh, the song Wagon Wheels going up against Red Cups. And lastly, the two-seed golf um, going <coughs> up against Puking in the Uber. What are your uh, any initial thoughts on that region, Rob? Uh, I got a couple. I think Puking in the Uber just got kind of screwed on the, the seeding. I mean, a 15-seed? That's rough. I feel like it would be a lot higher. Um, especially when, you know, the likes of Patagonia gets a nine. Sure. Um, so it, it has a tough matchup against golf, uh, for sure, because, you know, let's just be honest, golf is a powerhouse. Um, has been and always will be. And then my other one was, uh, I, I could see public urination really taking the cake. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it's huge. And and it's kind of got an easy matchup. I, I mean, there's a 12 seed versus a 5 against mopeds. I can see them. Definitely doing some damage and being a Cinderella story. Here. Well, you always want to look at that 12-5 matchup. I um, I think that a Cocaine actually has a fairly favorable draw as a four seed. Uh, usually they don't fall that low, but uh, pretty pretty easy matchup in the first round against Slap the Bag. And um, yeah, Slap but, the Bag's a more sorority yeah uh, event. So right, that, but Cocaine versus Public Urination in the second round that might be a fun one to watch for. That will be. Uh, let's move on to the West uh, Coast. Rob, why don't you give us the, those participants? Sure. The one, number one seed, we got Chevy Tahoe's taking on uh, a 16 fraternity tattoos. Uh, at the number eight, we got fraternity probation taking on number nine seed, five-inch inseam shorts. Uh, at the number five seed, we got trust funds taking on number 12 seed, Titleist Pro V1s. Uh, we got number four, Ray-Bans taking on 13 Jungle Juice. We have a number six seed, uh, does that say Test Banks? Taking on Beer Showers, sure. the number 11 seed. Uh, we have number 3, Apathy, taking on Shower Beers. We have number 7 seed, Not Graduating on Time, taking on a 10 seed, Polo Ralph Lauren. And we have a number 2 seed, You Up Tex, taking on number 15, Bowties. Big Wave, what is your analysis for the West Coast? Well, um... I'm going to start with uh, the nine, the five-inch inseam shorts. They're, they're an upstart from mid-major. Uh, you know, short shorts were big in the 70s and 80s, but I think with brands like Chubby's, you're starting to see the five-inch inseam short come back, and I look for them to make a lot of noise in this bracket. 
Um, I never had a Chevy Tahoe uh, when I was uh, a fraternity man. I had the Chevy Trailblazer, which was similar, and uh, the U-Up texts. More relevant now than ever. Than ever. I've uh, I sent four on Saturday night. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I'm 29 and I'm still uh, I'm still hitting all all four cylinders in this bracket. What about you? You like anyone to make some noise out of the West? Here's the thing about this bracket. It's not that deep, but it's got some just powerhouses. Um, from five inch inseam shorts, um, I thought Titles Pro V1s could do some damage even. Uh, Ray Bans, Beer Showers, Not Graduating on Time, You Up Techs. I mean, I can see any of those coming out of the West Division. Sure. Um, and I think they kind of have easy paths through the first round. Um, but when they start going head to head, it's, it's going to get uh, tight and aggressive. Anyone can really come out of this one. Pro V1s versus Trust Funds give me the matchup to watch in the West. Another 12 5, of course. Another 12 of course. Moving on to the Midwest. Um, shocking number one seed here, Fire. I, uh, I mean, I appreciate Fire. I <laughs> fucked around with fireworks when I was a kid. I actually burned my friend's house down with a bottle rocket once. But um, the one seed, they're just too high. That's like that's the Oregon of uh, this bracket. They'll be taking on Steve Holt, um, a reference to Arrested Development there. Steve Holt. There you go. Uh, the 8-9 is Beer Pong versus Dip. 5-12, not pulling out versus Crokies. That's... Uh, Southern influence there, the, the things you wear around your Casa Del Mar sunglasses around your neck. Uh, the 413, Whiskey versus Toga Parties. That'll be an interesting one to keep an eye on. Keystone Light going up against the 11 seed, Father Owning a Dealership, the classic. Uh, 314, Adderall versus Group Me. Group Me must be uh, something for the young kids. I, right? I don't know what Group Me is, honestly. We've already I was, aged I was out. Looking, I was looking for you for that We've one. We've already aged out, Robbie. Uh, New Balances taking on the 10 seed holes in the drywall. The two, Sperry, Top Sider versus High Crown Visors. I got to say, Rob, I think uh, I think the two seed might come out of the Midwest, the, uh, the Sperrys. Well, like you said, uh, Fire is the number one seed. Just, I, just doesn't cut it. Uh, so the instant favorite is Sperry, Top Sider. I mean, it's just what you wear in the springtime. Yeah. Um, I think... The fact, I mean, you have some old, old traditions in this one, like toga parties, and you have new ones like Group Me, so those are going to be interesting to see to keep an eye on. Um, but ultimately, I, I mean, not pulling out is going to do some damage, I think, as, sure. as well, and make it far in this one. Kind of an old guard versus new guard. It's, uh, it's interesting that Adderall is lined up directly across the bracket from cocaine. You could have a battle of the stimulants in the final. Oh, definitely. And uh, Rob, why don't you take us uh, finish us off there in the south? Sure thing. Uh, strong number one seed in butt stuff, uh, taking on sixteen Smirnoff Ice. Should be a good matchup. At least be fun. Sure. Um, number eight seed take uh, Yeti Coolers, taking on the number nine seed Boners. Uh, the number five Fake IDs taking on twelve Jumping. On folding tables. Those are like Mexican like, announce tables. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Buffalo Bills fans do that a lot, I see. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, in their tailgates. They, oh, yeah. They're infamous for that. Uh, number four seed, Plan B, taking on number 13, Vomit. Number six, my personal favorite, Plausible Deniability, taking on the 11 seed, uh, Minor in Possession text- Tickets. Um, three seed, Tailgates, taking on... Uh, cracked iPhone screens. Yeah. Number seven, Republican Republicanism taking on cigarettes, and number two, hazing taking on number fifteen, seersucker. 
Ooh, underseeded there, Seersucker. Yeah. I that I, that's one of the first things I want to talk about the South is uh, Seersucker getting the fifteen. That's kind of a screw job getting a very very hard matchup against Hazing. Um, and then the other big one to me is just I I think my favorite for the tournament the whole tournament is plausible deniability. Sure. Um, they're kind of like that team that you you find. That you just like, and you know the great Buddy Heald is doing his thing with Oklahoma this year. A few years ago, it was Ramon Galloway at LaSalle, and this is a team just everyone can kind of get behind. I think um, so. It could do some damage. We'll see. They could do some damage. My uh, my fraternity was recently kicked off for hazing, so uh, it's a topic that's near and dear to my heart at the moment. I, uh, you know, I've I've had a lot of cracked iPhone screens, but I never thought it was anything to be particularly proud of. I also think that's not necessarily... I think that's more of a college thing and not specifically a frat thing. Right. And frat should know that. Yeah. Smear off ice, you know, it had its phase. I still enjoyed it on, on the, the off-palm springs trip. But uh, I don't think it's going to pause much of a threat at all to, to butt stuff. Butt stuff is rolling. They, they got some momentum going into this thing. Butt stuff is rolling. So uh, let's skip ahead a little bit. We've debuted the field. We've given our initial thoughts. Total frat move has... Paired the field down to their Elite Eight at the moment. We have and, some catching uh, up to do. We have some catching up to do. So what we're going to do is we will preview those four games and kind of talk about the path that team took to get there. And uh, if we have any surprises, then uh, we'll go ahead and debut our Final Four personally and then uh, pick a champion and then we'll, uh, we'll get out and then maybe we'll react uh, next week when the March Fratness is complete. Um, I will start us off in the East Coast. The uh, regional final in the East came down to chalk. Number one, Natty Light versus number two, Golf. What do you think, Rob? Uh, I mean, I think it's just a classic one, too. Um, you know, I think Cocaine and Public Urination kind of beat up on each other. Um, so by the time Cocaine reached Natty Light, it was just, you know, Natty could take the cake. You know, um, it, was, it was just a classic. <coughs> it was blow, blow, blow for blow. Blow for blow, you know. No pun intended. I mean, kind let, of let's intended. be honest. You, you play, you play a big game on a Saturday night. You're not feeling great, even on Thursday when you got to play again. And I think that's what uh, that what that's what happened to Cocaine. Uh, Natty Light squeezed by on a, a night where Cocaine just didn't show up, and uh, you know, golf had to take on intramural sports, which I, was just a favorable matchup for them. Oh yeah, there's no way golf loses to intramural sports. Yeah, I I got to think that Natty Light takes this um, because a point you brought up earlier. Uh, golf is universally adored. Uh, you, well, you can play it the rest of your life. Is it fratty? Sure. But everyone can enjoy it. Natty Light, you're not slugging those when you're 45. It's kind of got a, a shelf life. You know, 18 to 20, how old am I? 29. Yeah. Next year I'll no longer be able to drink Natty Light in good conscience. If, if, you're, if you're over 30 and you're drinking Natty Light, there's an issue. There's a problem. Uh, I think the other thing is too, like, you can bring Natty Light to golf. Sure. That's what you drink when you go golfing. Yeah, they're not mutually exclusive at all. They're not. And at the end of the day, it's going to be Natty Light and the drinkability that's going to take it for frats. Right. When was the last time you shotgunned a Natty Light, Rob? Within five years, surprisingly. Yeah. But, you know, it's probably been at least four. I was in Park City uh, a few weekends ago, and I was sitting in the store with like 50 bucks, and they were like, get us beer in it. I, we were on a ski trip. I wanted to shotgun a lot, so I picked up two cases of Natty Light. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had an over-under bet on 17 shotguns for the trip, so uh, 
I took a, took a twelve pack to the balcony with my buddy Kevin. And we did a number on him, mm-hmm. and uh, I gotta say that they still go down just as easily as you remember. Well, here's the thing. Uh, this might just be me showing my northeast roots, but I was always more of a Keystone guy. Sure, yeah. So ask me about a Keystone shotgun. I'll tell you about one. Uh, you know, probably a couple months ago. Keystone, the, the, the six seed that uh, went down in the round of thirty-two to Adderall. Um, so. Well, let's go down to the West Coast. Uh, why don't you debut? So we both have Natty Light coming out of the East, right? We both have Natty Light coming out of the East. Cool. All right, West Coast. This was the great. Um, we had some underdogs that really just powered through. We have a number nine seed, the five inch inseam shorts, taking on the number fourteen seed shower beers. I love it. Um, I don't even know where to begin with this one. This was just by far the most fun bracket. Uh, of the four, um, and five-inch inseam shorts take took on uh, what was it? Fraternity probation, which is a big issue nowadays. One handily, just blew Chevy Tahoes out of the water, and then took down a, a favorite of Ray Bans to get to where they are now. Um, and then I think Shower Beers had an even harder course, course to where they are, and they took down U Up Tex. In just a just a classic, just a classic match, a classic, a triple overtime thriller. Yeah, they'll be playing it on ESPN Classic for, you keep, for years. You keep keep going back and forth, like you can make cases for both ones because there's nothing better than a shower beer. There's no better way to kick off your pregame or after a day day drinking to re- rally for the night with a shower beer. That's just how you do it. I love it. I uh, I personally think that five inch inseam shorts is going to pull this through. Shower beers just can't have much left in the tank after that Cinderella run they've been on. I think uh, I think it's about to strike midnight and shower beers going to turn into a pumpkin. All right. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the opposite approach. I'm gonna go shower beers. They took they they slayed the dragon of you up Tex. I, I really didn't see that happening. Um, but I, I I just can't argue with shower beers. I got to be honest. When I looked at uh, the Sweet 16 and I saw. You up text. I thought they might be the strongest team left in the tournament. Yeah. Shower Beers had something else to say. Uh, that said, let's move on to the Midwest. Um, beer Pong versus the old standby, the Sperry Top Cider. Who you got? Uh, you know what? This is a tough one. It's, it's, it's two old traditions that are going to die hard. Um, I'm going to go with Sperry Top Cider. Um, the reason being is I think we need some more diversity in the final four. Um, we already have Natty Light in there, and then I have Shower Beers in there. So I'm going to go with brand. I'm going to go with clothing. I'm going to go with, you know, when you picture frats, you're picturing what they're wearing. And that's Sperry Topsider. Okay. I, uh, I'll agree with you on that, Rob. Also, you look at the path that Sperry Topsider took to the Elite Eight. It was brutal. They took down visors in the first round. Holes in the drywall, and then Adderall, which is coming on huge oh, in yeah. recent years. So the fact that they have to fight Beer Pong in 8-seed, Beer Pong, great game, but again, it's something I want to focus on. It's not necessarily a fraternity institution. Yeah, I was going yeah, to say, I, I, I've been in a tournament every year playing Beer Pong since I graduated. It's, it's become more than just a college thing. I was playing in high school. I see grown men playing it at tailgates. But, uh, you know, you don't see non-fratty grown men wearing spare topsiders to a tailgate, or to work, or anywhere for that matter. Unless you live by the marina. Yeah, which uh, <laughs> we can dream, we can dream. And then, uh, 
Rob, take us home in the South. Who we got? We have a classic one-two matchup. Number one, the heavy favorite, Butt Stuff, taking on number two, Hazing. Um, this is just going to be a bloodbath, this, this matchup. Uh, the whole reason my school didn't have frats was because a hazing incident went wrong and someone died in the 70s. So when you think frats, hazing is one of the first things that comes to mind. But in recent years, butt stuff has just really come on strong. And I think it's a fan favorite. Of course. Um, so I think butt stuff's going get to get into the, into the final four here. And, and they've already taken down Yeti Coolers and Fake IDs. Um, two, two strong opponents. Two strong opponents. I remember there was an entire class taught on hazing uh, at Indiana University. And all the various kids that had died over the years. As I said, my fraternity just got kicked off. Um, all the top dogs going down, but uh, it seems to be a tradition that the Greek system doesn't want to see die. Um, and, and when we're tabulating how these events are done, it's it's polls, uh, mostly fraternity guys. So you have to think to yourself, as a former frat guy visiting a blog at work when they're bored, what do they remember more fondly, hazing or butt stuff? I have to think that positivity will reign. So... Um, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and debut my uh, championship game. Uh, we both agreed, uh, Natty Light, and then on uh, in the West, I had uh, five-inch inseam shorts versus uh, your shower beers. I'm going to take five-inch inseam shorts to come out of the left side of the bracket. Wow. Um, you know, I just I just think it's a it's a look that's in right now. I think it's uh, it's coming back. It's a positive image that people can get behind. And, uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate a man who's not afraid to show a little leg. I like, uh, I've got a lot of pairs of shorts that are short. I got some, some pastels that I really like. This past Saturday on Easter, went down to the beach, had on a pair of chubbies, and, you know, I, I just had a really good time, Rob. And, yeah. um, no, no, no problem showing off the white meat. No, no, hey, you gotta do something for the ladies. Um, moving over to the right side of the bracket, uh, you and I both had, uh, Sperry Topsider um, out of the Midwest, and I took uh, Butt Stuff out of the South. I, um, while I do think that uh, we are experiencing a little bit of a booty-looking renaissance, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it all-fashioned in the championship game. So I'm going uh, five-inch inseam shorts versus the boat shoes. Wow. What do you got, Rob? Um, I'm going to take, take Natty Light. Out of the uh, East and West divisions, um, I think as much as you know, Shower Beers as a 14 seed had a Cinderella run. I think you know you just can't beat the staple of Natty Light, um, and that it's going to get to the championship round. Um, and then out of the South and out of the Midwest, um, I took Butt Stuff and Sperry Topsiders, and. I think I, I think I'm gonna go the opposite way. I think I'm gonna go butt stuff. I think people are just about it. Okay. And uh, especially for the frats, it's just you know, you, there's nothing else that beats it. Hey, just remember, girls in the college sometimes go a day without showering. I hope you get her on the on the even days, not the odds. So uh, to to recap. I have the uh, inseam shorts, 5-inch, versus the Sperry Topsider. Rob is going my opposite. He's going Natty Light and Butt Stuff. So, uh, 
in your championship game, I will be taking uh, five inch inseam shorts to take down wow. the 2016 March Fratness bracket. And it's uh, it's really just pragmatic. Uh, I think they have the best matchups moving forward. Not that I necessarily think they're uh, frattier than Sperry Topsiders, but I think there's just a better chance of them getting there. I'm taking on a 14 seed in the, the round of eight, and I think they can take down shower beers. I, I still love a shower beer. I get off work sometimes late on Friday nights, and I have to pregame by myself in the shower while listening to Justin Bieber blasting over uh, a Beats pill. That's just part of my life. But um, I think the five-inch inseam short will resonate more with this crowd. And then Natty Light, uh, you touched on it earlier when you were discussing regionality. Um, Natty Light is not the number one college beer in every city in the United States, so I could see that hurting it. Um, and then I think in the finals, hey, who doesn't love Sperry's? But sometimes when you wear them too long, they stink. And uh, I think uh, they've put up a good tournament, but they're due for a stinker. So I like, uh, I like five inch inseam shorts, a nine seed to win the 2016 March Fratness bracket. Who you got, Rob? Uh, as much love as I've been throwing butt stuff this whole tournament, I'm actually going to go with Natty Light. And it's going back to something that you said a while ago, and that is it has a shelf life. And that shelf life is college. And, you know, butt stuff will be there. It'll be everywhere. It'll be more than just the four years at college that people have. Um, but... I think Natty Light, if you think of frats, that's one of the first things you think of. And I think that's the strongest thing, and that's what people will always remember being like, remember that day when I had 30 Natty Lights? Sure. And, uh... The old case race. Old case race, exactly. So, um, I'm gonna go with Natty Light to take down the whole thing. Yeah. Natty Light, not a, not a lot of upside in the pros. No. Just, a, just a good college player. Just solid. Yeah, it doesn't does not have a lot of upside in the pros. It's just a you know four year leader, four year leader, captain C on the chest. Sure, yeah. sure. It's, it's a Christian Laner. He'll be a role player in the pros. Yeah, he'll be around, but never, uh, never gonna make big moves. No, never gonna make an all star team. So there you go. Uh, there are the um, the official predictions of uh, Rob and Dave. We hope you've enjoyed uh, listening to our our little preview, and uh, if you'd like to follow along. Please go to uh, TotalFratMove.com and uh, check out the official 2016 frat bracket, uh, the March Fratness promo they're doing. We will be following along and uh, checking up uh, in the coming days. Rob, before we go, you got anything to plug? What are you up to? Um, right now, I don't think I do have anything to plug. I think we're going to be doing another one of these podcasts soon. Um, the topic, I don't know. That'll be yet to be seen. I think we need another bowling trip and a couple pitchers of beer and some fireball shots to figure that out. But I guarantee this is going to be happening again. And uh, we'll see what April brings. Maybe a uh, maybe a masters. Maybe a masters preview. Maybe a masters preview or a, or a, a live broadcast, live, live podcast from the masters. Let's go to Augusta. Fuck it. <laughs> You know, uh, I'm meaning to uh, get together a, a, a pub golf round. You familiar with uh, pub yeah, golf? Absolutely. I think we could put together like a nine hole course in Santa Monica. Let's do that. It'd be fun. I've got like some just like really douchey. The stuff that I wore to the Northern Trust. Oh, yeah. It's just perfect for obnoxious drinking. <clears throat> There's nothing like going out with a big old hat on your head. Yeah. Just, just a nice little bucket. Just let everyone know you don't give a Strong fuck. bucket game. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to get that going. I, uh, 
I love being obnoxious, man. This whole like frat bracket has reminded me of how, how much fun it was in college, just being a douche. Yeah. Like like all these things are just most largely terrible. Like like not pulling out, like fucking punching holes in the drywall. But like here's another bubble bust. I, love I, it, I, I, I didn't think that I thought could have some chance. Maybe it's got replaced by butt stuff. But like the shocker. Sure. That's something that would fit right in here. Yeah. Where the fuck is Four Loco, man? Oh, we used to just drink geez. that shit and go insane. Yeah. That that got outlawed quickly in uh, in New York State. Yeah. You know, I'm also a little surprised that uh, the only hard drug was uh, cocaine. When I would go back to my frat after I graduated, like, obviously, people were hitting the slopes, but, like, Molly just blew the fuck up. Yeah. But that also might be something, like, a little after. Not a ton of big DJs showing up in Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, I would like to plug uh, a podcast that I'm trying to start called The Bro C, but I, I just haven't been able to find anyone... To commit. Rob, did you ever see the OC when it was on during its original run? I dabbled. You dabbled? Were you into Marissa Cooper or Summer? Summer. See, I was always a Marissa guy. Uh, okay. But now she's on Dancing with the Stars. She looks like she got hit by a train. It's been a rough yeah, go. Yeah, she doesn't look great. But, uh, yeah, so uh, check me and Rob out on our next podcast. It'll probably be on this feed. It'll probably sound terrible because we've never done this before, and I don't know how to... Produce these levels to make it sound better, but uh, we'll do our best, and I promise we'll keep getting better. And uh, thanks Next for joining us. Next time we'll ride the gain and uh, create a sweet bed of music. <laughs> a sweet bed of music, yeah. Hey, if you uh, if you want to send in some uh, intro music for us or some outro, anything, we're into it. Uh, we appreciate. It. This is uh, Dave signing off. We'll see you next time.